Good evening. This is Arik Skuza and this is Artificial Intelligence and Product Strategy Podcast. And in this series called Booksite, I'm reading a book every day, couple minutes. And the current book I'm reading, I'm reading it's called Power and Predictions. This is the first episode. So if you'd like to uh, get familiar with the previous sections of the book I read, I would like to encourage you to check the episode 1 and episode 2. Alright, let's start with the next section of the book. We can draw three lessons from this. First, the path to large productivity increases lies in understanding what increases lies in understanding what a new technology offers. As an, as an entrepreneur pitching electricity in the 1890s would have focused on saving fuel costs as the key value proposition for the technology. But electricity was not just a cheaper steam engine. It's true. Its true value was that it provided a way of decoupling energy use from its source. That freed, you, that freed users from a constraint of distance, leading to a cascade of factory and workflow, workflow design improvements. As entrepreneur pitching electricity, electricity in 1920 would have figured out that the key value proposition was not solving fuel cost, but rather enabling vastly more productive factory design. The same pattern is what we expect to see with artificial intelligence. As we already noted, the initial entrepreneurial opportunities evolved point solutions such as those of Verafin that swapped out one way of predicting for another that is better, faster and cheaper. We also see application solutions that require a redesign of devices or products around artificial intelligence. All those robots powered by AR, by AI, are applications, and so is much of the way artificial intelligence has been implemented to enhance software on your devices. Consider your phone camera, which can identify your face. That requires a special camera as well as specialized hardware to keep the information secure. But perhaps the most apparent push of this type of innovation has been the billions of dollars trying to design and launch vehicles that can be self-driven in existing road conditions. While the cars may externally look the same, their internal hardware had to be reconstitu reconstituted to enable sensors placement, onboard processing, and then machine handling. What we have yet to see are the plethora of high-value system solutions for artificial intelligence that are likely to emerge. This book will lay out the potential as well as the challenges in realizing such opportunities. Second, once we understand that we need to ask a fairly straightforward but potential hard-to-answer questions, Given what we know about artificial intelligence, how would we design our products or services or factories if we were starting from scratch? The new flat 
factory architectures did not emerge first in traditional industries, but rather in the newly emerging ones in 1900s such as tobacco, fabricated metals, transportation equipment and electrical machinery itself. We see echoes of this in the early adoption of AI center design, AI center system designs in the new and digitized industries of today, like search, e-commerce, streaming content, and social networks. For artificial intelligence, we can ask this, <clears throat> the same two questions. What is artificial intelligence really giving us? If we are designing our business from scratch, how would we build our processes and business models? If electricity was not lower cost of energy, but rather enable vastly more productive factory de design. So too, perhaps, is AI not lower cost of prediction, but rather enable vastly more productive products, services, and organizational design. Whereas the primary benefit of electricity was that in the coupled energy used from its source, which facilitated innovation in factory design. The primary benefit of AI is that it decouples prediction from the rest of the decision-making process, which facilitates innovation in organizational design via, via reimagining re 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 how decisions interrelate with one another. We argue that by decoupling prediction, from the other aspects of decision and transferring prediction from humans to machines, AI enables system level innovation. Decisions are the key building block for such systems and AI enhances decision making. The third and final lesson, different solution types provide different opportunities to obtain power in the market. Entrepreneurs profit when they both create and capture value. With both solutions, the issue is often that there is a relatively little value created in the first place. Electricity was a power substitute for steam, but steam already had an installed base. It was not costless to swap out one for another. And if you did, the value proposition for your consumer was a reduced power bill. In other words, Point solution entrepreneurs can earn sustained profits from being best at providing the point solution something Verafin demonstrated, but that is the best case scenario. We see the same process at work with AI, real shift in economic power that move control over scarce the resources and assets from one group of people to another are accompanied by an ability to shield businesses from competitive pressures. To be sure, there are opportunities to do that with AI, but the ones that will disrupt come from new systems. New systems are hard to develop and also, as we explore, difficult to copy because they are often complex. That creates opportunities for those who can innovate on systems. So, dear listeners, after this part of the book, I really can see like two things. 
Most of the time we think about artificial intelligence like something that is changing everything and the world will not be different anymore. It will be, it will be different in the future. In fact, even ChatGPT or Microsoft Edge browser are pointed solutions. They are not changing the systems. If you can look at that analogy that authors are describing in this book, they are talking about how electricity redesigned the whole industries. But that the redesign happened because system redesigned happened. Are we really changing systems with ChatGPT or solutions like that? Well, I don't think so. Maybe not that much. But imagine that we can see a new hospital where predictions, all of the predictions are made with artificial intelligence or many predictions are made with artificial intelligence. In this particular case, the system is different, which is usual, is, it's completely different situation when one or two doctors are using or not using ChatGPT. What authors in this book are saying, the system changes, the life changes. So are we still talking about AI as an islanded solution, like something that can cut costs or speed up the work? Or are we talking about changing systems? I think we're still talking about changing something on one island without influencing the other island. So the systems still are not changed. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye.